Hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor, and I am doing my best not to get kidnapped by leprechauns. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, you got to quit sneaking up on me like that. Did Ugh. you see the book? Did I see the what now? Did you see the book I left on your pillow? I didn't read it at all, but uh, I got you a book about leprechauns. Yeah, Leprechaun Home Defense for Dummies. The Interdimensional Library. I'm telling you, you got to check it out sometime. But anyway, I figured if you end up horribly injured or killed by leprechauns, it would be bad for me. So I hope you learn a little bit about your peril. I did at least read the intro. I mean, it sounds interesting. I really don't want to get kidnapped by leprechauns. So, yeah, I'm finding out as much as I can. I would urge you to not take it lightly. It's probably in the top 10 most dangerous things that can happen to you across the multiverse is to offend the leprechauns and have them after you. So, Out of curiosity, where does the leopard pox fall on that scale? No. Is it in the top 10? No, I mean, leopard pox is considered one of those diseases that kind of like only gross, dirty, unhygienic people get. So most people don't even worry about it. I see. Anyways, I have been researching leprechauns, you know, doing doing some internet searches of my own here in this dimension. I don't have the interdimensional library. Actually, speaking of other dimensions, a while back, gosh, a, a long time ago, I was in a dimension where they had, I don't know if there were leprechauns, but there were things like that. There was Bigfoot and fairies and gingerbread men. And I remember that the Bigfoot exterminator told me that if you sprinkle cinnamon around your house, you can keep out the Bigfoot. So I was thinking there's got to be something like that, right? To keep out leprechauns. I'm dubious. Dubious, man. They're pretty powerful creatures. No, no. I've been researching it online, and I think I found something that's going to work. What did you find? Curry powder. Curry? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. The leprechauns just can't stand it. Apparently, there's some sort of magical property. Now, the thing is, there's a lot of different kinds of curry. So I went to the Asian food market, and I bought basically all of them. So if you go outside, watch your step, because... It's very important that we don't break any of the concentric circles of curry that I've spread around the house. Oh, I thought somebody had pranked your house or something. That makes a lot more sense. You know, you don't hear a lot of leprechaun stories coming out of parts of the world that have curry, do you? Maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Yeah, see? It's been there for a few days, and I, mean, I haven't seen the leprechauns yet. I don't know. I mean, they sent me that message, like, the instant I came back. I don't know why they haven't come for me yet. Maybe they're gathering their forces or something. Either way, I don't want that to happen. Usually leprechaun vengeance is swift and terrible. So I hope it works. Good luck to you. Are you going to try your dimensional travel today? Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, once I go to another dimension, they're not even going to know where to find me, right? I wouldn't count on it, man. Somebody's surveilling me, but I'm pretty sure it's not the leprechauns. So they're not going to know that I've left the house and gone to another dimension. I think as long as the house is protected and while I'm in this dimension, I stay in the house, which I mean, you know, I've been kind of doing that for a while anyway. So, you know, no big change. I think I'll be safe. Well, my grandpa used to tell me underestimating leprechauns is a way to get to an early grave. I hope he's not right about you. But uh, good luck, man. Do you have a mission? No, haven't received any missions from the ICS recently. Just going to fire this thing up and see where it sends me. All right. Well, I'll keep an ear on the audio feed. And if you get in terrible trouble, I'll figure something out. I'm definitely going to try not to get in terrible trouble. I've actually packed a few extra weapons in my bag this week. I probably should have thought about doing that a while ago. Got body armor on under the flannel here, that kind of thing. Weapons can backfire in more than a literal sense. I've learned to try to not carry weapons. It's a classic criminal problem. If you carry weapons, you're more likely to put yourself in situations where you need weapons. It's better to not carry weapons and be careful, but to each their own. All right, I think I'm going to do it. 
it's very important, this mission that I'm on to explore the multiverse and spread the word to everyone in this dimension who's listening and anyone in any other dimension who's tuned into this podcast. I'm going to carry on. All right. I've taken as many precautions as I feel like I can. You're willing to do anything for science, aren't you, Max? Exactly. By the way, do you have any Tylenol? I couldn't find any in your medicine cabinet. Why? We've got a bad headache. Surely you've got to have some sort of drug of some kind that will help. Well, sure. There should be some Aleve in there. Are you familiar with that one? No. It's a headache medicine. I'll go look for the Aleve. All right. Yeah, have a lie down. All right. Good luck. Thanks. Ha. Yes, luck against the leprechauns. I'll need a lot of it. You will need a lot of it. Okay. Where was I? Uh, engineer and inventor and this, this thing here. This is the Bageltron 2000. Let's flip it on here. The Bageltron 2000 is my invention, which opens up portals to other dimensions where I have recently run into trouble with the leprechauns. And uh, they sent me a rather threatening note. Kind of like the black spot of death, except it was a shamrock. I think that means they're after me. I don't think it was a thank you card. Let's put it that way. Anyway, everything's all fired up. The readings look nominal, so here we go. Okay, this is a waiting room of some kind. There's, oh gosh, uh, okay, I'm gonna close the portal right away. It's a large waiting room. It's not very many people, and they, fortunately, none of them are right around here because that, I feel like that portal would have attracted attention, but I don't know. It seems like everyone's kind of like trying not to make eye contact with each other, like they're, I don't know, kind of embarrassed or something. Wait, is that? Oh no. On the other side of the room there, I think I see Max. Like this dimension's Max. I understand some not great things can happen if you get too close to yourself from another dimension. I mean, I've done it a few times. I don't want to tempt fate, so duck down this hallway here. Okay, just kind of get a lay of the land. That's a waiting room of some kind. Not sure there's much I can do in what looks like kind of like a medical waiting room. Definitely don't want to catch any other interdimensional diseases, so I need to find where the exit is. What? Another portal just opened up. Not far from where mine was. Pretty much right next to where I just closed my portal. Oh no. No, no, no. <gasps> it's the leprechauns. They found me. I don't know how, but they found me. Hey, hey. <gasps> oh no. What are you doing? Oh, they're going for the other Max. What? what are you? Who are you? Get your tiny little hands off of me. Get off. Get off. No. What is that thing? I'm not going in there. <laughs> don't poke me with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh no, they just took him and shut the portal. I think that's good for me in that I guess I'm off the hook now, but not great for the max of this dimension. I really don't feel good about that. That's a problem that I don't know the solution to. Weirdly, I feel like nobody else in this lobby reacted to what just happened. I feel like I'm the only one who was even looking at it. I think I saw a few of them even just intentionally turn away. That's very, very odd. All right. You guys need to keep it down out here. What was all that noise? Of course, you're not going to answer me. Anyway, next is Max Adams. Is there a Max Adams in here? Oh, gosh. I mean, that's, that's Max me, but that, that's Adams. him. I... This is a one-time only opportunity. I'm going to give it to the next person if you do not come oh, forward gosh. immediately. I guess the least I could do is step in for whatever this is. Uh, hey, that's me. Hello. Yes. Ah. I'm sorry, I'm here. I was what just, were you uh, doing over there? Checking my messages. Sorry. Just got a little privacy. I'm ready. Let's do it. Max, you know you can lose your place in line if you're not here when you're called. No, no, no I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I was waiting in the waiting room. I would room, assume after six months of waiting for this treatment that you would be eager. All right, come on through here. All right, let's do this. Now, as you know, this is an experimental treatment, but uh, we've had a lot of success with it. However, we are still learning. 
Can I have you sit down in that chair over there, please? Okay. Oh, very still. Okay, now, the drug has been applied, and it was absorbed through your skin there on that pad on the back of the chair. Now, what? Oh. over the next okay. few minutes, we're going to have some interesting side effects, but it takes a little while to take effect. Then we'll give you the anti-drug, because we're not totally sure about the long-term effects of this yet. Oh, right. Great drugs. I need to gather some Excellent. information from you. What could go wrong? Before we actually start testing the effects of this drug. Now, it is very important to give me accurate information for this part. If the information is even slightly off, it could be very bad side effects, possibly even fatal. We did have someone die who was in completely inaccurate in one of their answers. So do you understand the importance of this phase? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, Max. And again, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is for you to be completely forthright. First, how many girlfriends have you had? Oh, gosh. Girlfriends. Let's see. There was... Uh, and then... Yeah, and then... Right, and then... Mm-hmm. And then... And then... Uh, two. All right. Second question. Can you please describe your most embarrassing moment of your life? Oh, boy. Most embarrassing moment. Wait, what does this have to do with a drug that you just applied in my back? We have to calibrate the next part of this test according to some parameters, which these questions help us narrow it on. Okay. Well, I think it would probably have to be a time in the sixth grade when the whole entire sixth grade class was chanting about me and my llama allegedly being boyfriend-girlfriend. It wasn't true. That was not one of the two girlfriends, just for the record. Wow, so you had a llama growing up. Yes, the llama's name was Lizzie. That may affect how we do the next part of this test. Okay, and how did you feel about that llama? Lizzie the llama. Assuming that it was not some sort of boyfriend-girlfriend thing. No, obviously I loved the llama as a pet. Okay, all right. As a pet, okay, as a pet. And lastly... Only. We need to know... There was nothing else other than just the master-pet relationship. We need to know, thirdly and lastly, your darkest, deepest secret. Um... What do you mean exactly by deepest and or darkest? Well, the traditional definition is if you made a list of all your secrets and you put them in the order of how much you wanted people to know about them, this would be the secret that you least want other people to know. Follow-up question. Who are the people that I don't want to know about the thing? Like, let's just say hypothetically there were, I don't know, more than one dimension. Like, would you be talking about the people in the dimension that I'm in currently or like people in the dimension that I usually spend my time in? This is a purely hypothetical question. It would be the worst case scenario. So combine the secret you least want people to know about with the people you least want to know your secrets. That's the one we need. Okay. I think it may have to be the thing I would least like my family to know is that I consumed my grandpa Hiram as a jello. Wow. Either this drug has taken effect much faster than we usually anticipate, or that is one horrible secret. Okay, I've got that written down here. Now, for the next part, the first aspect of this drug that we want to investigate is how it affects you orally. So take this piece of paper. Okay. And I want you to read back to me the sentence that you see on this piece of paper. Oh, so I can take it out of my mouth then? I, I don't need to have the paper in my mouth? You said orally. So yes. I thought- Sorry. Okay. I just need you it's to read the sentence on that piece of paper. Although I think we may be seeing the effects of this drug on you as well. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to follow directions. Perfectly understandable. I'm do this right for Max. I mean, I'm Max. I'm Max. I'm the Max that's 
follow me the directions. Read what's on this paper. Yeah, just read that sentence to me. All right, it says, The 3D printer is going nuclear and printing unicorn sliders. Very good. Now, in order to trigger the oral aspect of this drug, I need you to say the sentence again, but while holding your lips in a stretched out manner. Uh, okay. Do you mean stretched out vertically, horizontally, or along the x-plane away from my face oh these are good questions all we need is some tension on your lips i will let you choose the direction okay i'm gonna go diagonal the 3d printer is going nuclear and is printing unicorn sliders all right and now we should get an effect now i need you to write down on this piece of paper the impulse that you're currently feeling all right and hand it to me This will be good to document this. All right. Just hand it over. Okay. It says compulsion to spit in your own eye. How are you planning on doing that? You just going to spit up in the air? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, straight up in the air. And then reposition my head. Sort of see if I can do like the left eye and then the right eye. And then maybe if I can do it just right, I can like split it in two as it goes up and get both eyes at the same time on the way down. Okay, that's a new one. That's pretty gross, but is apparently how this drug affects you orally. I don't think that's the drug. That's just a thing I've been practicing in my spare time. Wow. Well, maybe it brought out something that you were already thinking about doing. All right, we need to go through this door here to this next room. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Now, as you can see here, we have brought in several of what most people would consider fairly attractive ladies. Ooh, pretty. The idea here is to see how this drug affects you romantically. All right, I need you to receive a hug from Melissa here. Yes. Melissa is a trained hug expert, so hold on. All right, Melissa, can you give Max a hug? Yes. Thank you. Now, Max... With that in mind, I need you to write down your current impulse on this piece of paper. All right, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, okay, yep, there you go. All right, it says uh, you would like to sing a song comparing these ladies to beautiful pigs. All right, I guess if that's what you want to do, let's see what happens. Oh, I want to start right away. I do need to know the other ladies' names to work them into... The song. This one's Daphne, this one's Candace, and this one is Emily. All right. Oh, the best pageant ever is the down-home farm beauty pageant. It's got all the lovely ladies and all the lovely pig ladies. Daphne, Candace, Emily, and Melissa, Figgy, Curly, and Pinkie Pie, the seven finalists of the Down Home Farm Beauty Pageant. It's so hard to choose the winner. As a judge, it's the hardest. But the winner is Figgy. Wow. I have to say, I have not seen that particular reaction before. That's a good one. All right. Thank you, ladies. What did I just Max, do? we only have a few more minutes. We need to give you the anti-drug. Let's move on to the, the next room through here. As you can see, uh, this is a pretty large auditorium. Quite a few students packing this lecture hall. Oh boy. They are all waiting for you to deliver a little lecture. But first, in order to trigger this, we're trying to trigger the intellectual impact of this drug. In order to trigger this, I need you to take this chalk eraser and take a good sniff of the chalk on it. It should trigger sort of the intellectual side of yourself. Now, hold on. Is this another drug? Nope. I thought there was only one drug. This is just to get you in the school mood. It'll trigger your childhood memories of being in a classroom with a chalkboard and so forth. Mm -hmm. Take a good whiff of that chalk. 
Okay. All right, and I need you to write down <coughs> on this piece of paper. <coughs> Sorry. I need you to write down on this piece of paper what you would like to teach this group of eager young minds. Oh, all right, about. all right, here we go. All right. Okay, yeah, there, there you go. All right, you would like to lecture them on why people should crossbreed with Bigfoot. Okay, let's see what you have to say to them. Okay, excellent. Okay, let me just uh, take the podium here. Is this on? Good. Hello. Thank you for coming. My name is Professor Adams. I am the nation, nay, the world's foremost expert on Bigfoot husbandry. As you obviously are well aware, they are an endangered species and have been slowly dying out over the centuries. We've tried many methods to get them to breed. They're even worse than the notoriously awful pandas. Bigfoot are 10 times worse than that. And therefore, the best solution, nay, the only solution to save the Bigfoot race is to cross the Bigfoot race with the human race. We have studied the genetics. They are compatible. At least 7% of the US population alone is indeed attracted to Bigfoot. At the beginning of the Bigfoot human crossbreeding program, we will have no shortage of volunteers Now, as the program goes along, we will need to recruit some additional people. Once we hit the 7% threshold, we will need to engage in a very in-depth propaganda, I mean public relations campaign, encouraging the integration of Bigfoot into our dating apps to repeal the laws that are outlawing Bigfoot from being admitted into our bars, our restaurants, our movie theaters. But I know that if we commit to this, we can bring back the Bigfoot and integrate the Bigfoot into our society. I don't understand why you're all looking at me with such contorted faces. Is that disgust I'm seeing on your faces? That's all I had. I don't know what this reaction is, though. You seem, they loved you seem it. confused and disgusted yeah! at the same Well, that guy loved it anyway. Let's move along here. It's time to give you the anti-drug. I need you to sit in that red chair. Oh, same okay. basic idea. It'll go right through your skin. All right. And should wear off fairly quickly. All right. That it then? I think that's all we need from you today. However, I did just get a note from my assistant. Apparently, Daphne would like your phone number. So if you would like to give her your phone number, I can pass that along. I don't think that would be appropriate, considering that I was under the influence of whatever that was. Does this drug have a name? Not yet. We're exploring the different impacts that it has. I'm thinking it will probably end up in the psychedelic market. As you know, it's a highly sought after type of effect to have psychedelic crazy impulses put into your brain. I assume that's why you waited six months to try this out. But yeah, we're still refining it. Some of the dangerous side effects, you know, if you don't tune it just right, are a little concerning, but we're getting there. Okay. Am I going to have to worry about any of those side effects now that I've had the anti No, no. As long as you told the truth on the questions I asked you earlier, then the anti-drug should be well calibrated. Okay. Although if you start feeling uncontrollable itching of your ears... Combined with an impulse to kick people viciously, you do need to come back. Okay, I'll keep an eye out or an ear out for that. All right, thank you for coming in, and hopefully we'll have a product on the market within a few months. Okay, exits down this way? Yeah. Okay, thanks, I guess. All right, I'll just uh, show myself out here and back into the waiting room here where everyone is still face down in their phones, trying very hard not to make eye contact with anyone else. No one looked up as I came out into this room. 
you know what? This is just it's just really bothering me how completely oblivious they are. I'm gonna just open the portal up right here, right in front of these people. There it is. Hello. Anybody see that? It's a portal to another dimension. No? Nobody gonna take note of that? Alright, fine. Whatever. Alright. Oh, you made it back. It's, it yeah, sounded I, yes. like there was some sort of leprechaun problem, and then I heard screaming, and I assumed the worst, but here you are. Here I am. And it sounded like things worked out. I'm going to close this portal, just in case any of those people in the room. I did just open the portal in front of a bunch of people. They seem to be ignoring me, but don't want anybody coming through. Here we go. So there may have been a leprechaun incident in which the max of that dimension was kidnapped by the leprechauns right in front of me. I, mean, I tried to take his place in what I thought was something important, but turned out to just be a drug trial, a recreational drug trial, I guess. I just did some really weird things that I can't fully explain. Hopefully the effects are worn off now. But Well, do you usually pick your nose and eat them in front of other people? Because that's kind of out of character for you. Hey, what? I, what? I, uh, uh, okay. Let me just, um. Just hold my hands down here. I'm going to occupy my hands with these notes. I'm going to write them out by hand here, and everything's all shut down. I guess the curry powder shield must be working if they felt the need to try and attack me in another dimension. So I'll have to think that through carefully before I take another trip. Maybe you should, like, wear a curry-infused shirt on your next outing. That is a good idea. Yes, I'll spend the next week trying to put together some mobile curry armor. Great idea. All right. Batches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack, write your impulses on this slip of paper, Strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max. Theme music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt, featuring the track Lobby Time by Kevin McLeod. You can hear the content that was too racy for the final cut by supporting us on Patreon where you'll get exclusive bonus content like raw, unfiltered episodes, peeks behind the scenes, and extended editions. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DispatchesFM and visit us online at Dispatches.FM. insert some blood curdling screams uh, between <laughs> when they first grab him and then before he, he says I don't want to go in there <laughs> uh, I mean I can try <laughs> no no how about, how about also a don't poke me with that? <laughs> <laughs> don't poke me with that. <laughs> there you go. I feel like that would be more traumatic for Max to witness with the don't poke me and the blood curling screens. Okay. Uh, oh, dang it. I'm trying to think of some good pig names. Um. <laughs> pig names. <laughs>